0: We acknowledge the traditional owners of this land, the Turrbal and the Agra people, and their elders, past, present, and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded, and flood media is recorded on stolen land.
1: Revenues. Re- revenues. Ooh, on
2: so, like, oh, this is the uh, like this is the metric by which uh, we're going to judge who wins, uh, because they knew quite specifically that Sanders was going to blow out the. Uh, the other two, and they're still going to
1: lose that. <laughs> um, I like that immediately, like when sixty percent of the results were in, like the ABC and the Guardian, the Guardian were already reporting that Buttigieg won the election.
0: I did not know how to report, how to process that one because I was like, on the one hand, I don't like it's probable that they're just buffoons and they don't understand. Ooh. Um, Like, not like me, someone who now (laughs) understands all the intricacies of state and county delegates and all their equivalents and how they calculate the pledge delegates and the difference between them. Um, They're idiots who haven't spent enough time online recently, and they just don't know how it works. And they're following the rest of the media. But for actual US media, like, there is no fucking excuse to report it as though state delegate equivalents are the same as pledged delegates, like, as though they matter at all in determining who the nominee is. And also, well,
2: they do mildly in that whoever the winner is of the state delegate, a delegate's equivalents gets a bonus 15 delegates. I really? Think. They, they get a bonus,
1: a winner's bonus. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Sure. Mm. But, like, also, Bernie is... So Bernie winning we'll by find one out. is kind of important. We'll find out by the time like this is released, but kind of looks at the moment like Bernie is also going to pull in by like one state delegate equivalent. It's right. insane. <laughs> like, and they've like, they got to like just the point where they were, but we were about to find out like the last satellite caucus and they were like, yeah, no, we're not, we're, we're, we're going to sleep now. Good night. Good night. Sorry, <laughs> we're sleepy.
0: There is nothing more to simply Tomorrow. nothing more to oh. be
1: said. Oh no, no, no. It's time to knock off. Yeah, sure. No
2: no work left over. Uh Joe, do you wanna let us know what the, the current final uh, standing is as we we go to air?
0: Yes, no, that's a good point. Um okay. So at the moment uh, in ter- so they're ninety six percent reported of the results. Uh, in terms of the State delegate equivalents uh um, the real fake number, but w- which is yeah,
2: biased against people this
0: is the number that everyone's reporting as though this is like the win metric um and i, I think I can try to explain a little later on like what what it actually is, but anyway, um Pete buish has twenty six point two percent or five hundred and fifty state delegate equivalents. Bernie Sanders has twenty six point one percent or five hundred and forty seven delegates, <laughs> so they have uh, um. And they are counting these, what's called satellite caucuses, which is uh, basically caucuses they held for um, people who couldn't make the regular caucus at seven o'clock on Monday evening. They had some during the day. And these were in like, um, well, I guess they were everywhere, but uh, the Sanders team organized really, really hard to get... Working class uh, migrant communities out to vote in these caucuses. It was the first year that they've been held as part of the Iowa caucus, and uh, I think Sanders pushed really hard for them to be held. And then his team just smashed them. I don't think any of the other campaigns paid attention to them. In any case, he's ever since they started counting the results from these satellite caucuses, uh, he's been like clawing back his lead and absolutely smashing it. Um, maybe we ought to introduce ourselves before we go any further, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm um, Joe.
2: Uh, I'm Mark and I lost my mind
1: uh, on Tuesday as I watched nothing happen. Um, yeah, I'm Matt and yeah, uh, same. I think we've all been driven insane by this process.
0: Yeah, completely insane. Lost all my sanity points and I was just like, well, there's nothing else to do but do a podcast about it.
1: So here we are. Um, so yeah, do we want to like yeah. kind of recap just what's happened?
0: Yes, I think that's good. Start from the beginning.
1: So like this, The first thing for me was yeah. the like even before the the caucus the iowa caucus um like the first thing that happened which like seemed fishy was the poll Mm. there's like poll that's apparently it's the big poll that they do like they release it before the election cnn like dedicates an hour of their time just talking about this poll and then like at the last second before the yeah at, at the last second at the request of the Buttigieg campaign, they were like, we're not releasing that, actually. And this is a poll that always, like, has always accurately predicted the winner of the primary. And we did eventually get a look at that poll. And uh, guess guess who won that poll? Do you want to guess? Deval Patrick. No. Oh, not. Uh, <laughs> I don't
2: know. He keeps getting votes for some reason. Though.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: he really seems to be picking <laughs> up.
1: Um, um, so that was yeah, the ben, first thing. So obviously, Sanders, Sanders won <laughs> <Yeah>. the <that> poll. <laughs> Um, and that was the first thing where I was like, oh, that's actually, they've just not released a poll because it benefits Sanders. I see. That's cheating.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've
1: identified cheating.
0: Mm. That, little did we know what was to come. <laughs> we were sweet summer children at that point and we thought this was the worst that could happen. Wrong. So then what happened? So then,
1: I mean, okay, like,
0: what
2: So we're supposed to come out on like Sunday. Our, like sunday our, 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 sunday. Yeah. S- our sunday um, yeah. it was like their monday um and so nothing happened then and i think uh it was also th- at that point in which i left this plane of reality uh when i saw that bernie sanders had been like hiring vans to get people to the satellite caucuses and that's when the moment for me really was just like how just efficient their operation was like that was the point in which i completely lost it
1: you started seeing before the results footage roll in from these satellite caucuses these like Ethiopian migrant workers and like people in mosques, um, factory like, workers uh, on break. Yeah, okay. yeah like uh, the Latino communities. I'm pretty sure every um, Latin person in the state of Iowa seems to have voted for Bernie yeah. Sanders. It
0: really seems that way.
1: Um, yeah, that's when you start to think, oh, okay, that is that strategy has paid off. It seems.
0: Yeah, the f- I think the very first uh, picture we got from. Caucus night or caucus day rather um, was a picture of fourteen Ethiopian-born men who work at a pork processing plant in Iowa attending one of these satellite caucuses. All of them caucusing for Bernie. <laughs> there was one person I think who was there. I don't know if they were from the factory or not, but they were caucusing for Elizabeth Warren. And then when she didn't reach viability because there was fourteen of Bernie on, on one of um, her, then that person just left the building. So <laughs> it oh was no. the, only, the Bernie Bros dominated that caucus. Um, and yeah, and that was a satellite caucus. So as we said at the top of the show, that is what they're counting now. And that might be what pushes Bernard over the total to win. So,
1: yeah. So the next thing that we heard was that the votes hadn't come out because the Democrats, the Iowa Democratic Party or whoever... There was, was nothing
2: for a really long period of time. At the point at which we would have had the results in previous years, there was no results. There was like 2%. And I think all of yeah. us were losing our mind at those that 2%. Mm-hmm. But yep. It was the uh, Iowa Democratic Party just were quiet. And then for we had
1: that <laughs> they were doing quality control.
0: And that was the moment when I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> no, no, it's happening. Um,. So this was uh, Tuesday afternoon, our time. 1,000 years ago. <laughs> it feels that way, honestly. I, this week, mm, I said before, it's a good thing I don't have a job. I would have been fired. I could not <laughs> stop posting and reading posts. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was supposed to be writing, um, like, emails for Mr. Black. And I was just like,
0: uh... <laughs> Going to redact his name out of that so you can <laughs> <get laughs> <a good job. laughs> um, Yeah, no. So, then we all started going insane and they were like, we're doing quality control. And then it seemed that what had happened was the app had broken. Um,
1: Oh, the app. The app, (laughs) yes. Love an app. (laughs) So, does someone just say it back to me? What was the name of the company that made this app?
0: Uh, it was Shadow Inc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, Fred friend of the show, Max, said on Twitter that naming your election counting app Shadow Inc is like calling your witness protection program Epstein Inc. <laughs> it uh, doesn't had, inspire yeah. a whole lot of confidence. Oh, like
1: I've had just incredible – that was when the Epstein brain really got going yeah. for me because yeah. sa- it's the same thing where it's like, okay, we can't prove anything that happened. Mm. It theoretically, could just be a cascade of coincidence and incompetence and a whole succession of fuck ups that just fell all the same way so that this exact thing happened you can't you can't prove that's not what happens but <laughs> we we know what happened yeah. and it's
2: like the finally find, when they found out well one is the democratic party were not telling anybody what this app was where it was coming from who yeah. was running it what and processes they had, they'd done to, to like even vet it.
0: They had refused that scrutiny even before the primary. The, yeah, the We're
2: not even just like who is the company, because it turns out the company was this brand new op that was entirely run by like Hillary campaign staffers. Yeah, uh, and then was owned by some another shadowy organization called Acronym. Acronym. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and also, uh, I believe. The Buttigieg campaign gave like $42,000 to Shadow A lot of,
1: quite a few campaigns gave Shadow Inc money. Mm. So that specific element is not, like, yeah, I think quite a few of the different campaigns ended up paying them for just, because like, they've, tech stuff. Because uh, they've
2: successfully advertised themselves to democratic wonks as, uh, like, oh, we're this brand new tech company. Tech and startups is, like, the brand new thing. You need to invest in our CRM. Yeah, uh, Bernie's,
0: like... It's all bullshit. I will not give you money.
2: Yeah, well, they just made their own, and that's the amazing thing that has come out of this as well. Is that Ber- the Bernie Sanders campaign knew that everything in the world was going to like go against them because of the course. Democratic Party hates them, um, the universe seems to have a thing against them, and they're like, you know what? We're just going to be ready to fight this at every single step of the way. They've got their own like uh, cloud document system. They've got their own call hub. They've got their own organizing. Uh, Platforms that have got their own app (laughs) to count the Iowa caucus, so they were getting all this information and they were doing it all themselves to vet the entire process. It
0: is mad to me that other campaigns apparently share the tech that does this. That would be like us, like letting the Labour Party like (laughs) see
1: what we're doing. Yeah, like oh, where are you cutting this? Well, the other thing is yeah. So this Shadow Incorporated, uh, owned by like an investment company or whatever, called Acronym. CEO of Acronym. Uh, married to Pete Buttigieg's Buttigieg's, Iowa comms director. Weird coincidence. (laughs) By a strange (laughs) coincidence. And there's just footage of just all these people at a party together, like this acronym lady, the Buttigieg guy, just people from like the Iowa Democratic Party all just hanging out at a party together.
0: And what is making me particularly insane about this is that it um – in any like normal world, this would be like a Watergate level scandal, right? And just no one, the media is just like refusing to talk about it. It's just Bernie Bros having conspiracy theories. The level
1: of, yeah, like discipline of just like, we are just not going to talk about that. We're just ignoring that what's right in front of our faces. Yeah. The level of that did not happen. Like, who are you going to believe? Me or your lying eyes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was when, yeah. Like when we got that, I don't know, Guardian story, it was just like Buttigieg wins. And it's like, well, Buttigieg's not won. He has not yeah. won the election. That's There's, not – like he has not won.
0: There's a Slate piece um, that went up earlier today that was literally called How, how Pete Won, which I'm really hoping that they – Did not happen. Some, it, well, yeah, it fucking didn't happen. And now you're going to have to take it down and write a piece about how Bernie won, which you probably won't do, but at least hopefully you'll have to take down your fucking rat, rat winning piece. Anyway, so we're about three-quarters of the way there. Um, app App broke. App is fucked. And, and then, okay, so at this point I started being like, I don't know what's happening. I know something shady is happening, but I can't make sense of these events in my mind. Like the, I had two main conspiracy theories. One was that they had tried to rig the selection via the app. Um, but because why do you need an app? Like yeah, well, it's, no one's ever heard of this. It's an
1: app for just like reporting. So they still like, they do all the counting on paper. And this app is allegedly just for reporting a set of numbers to, like, the headquarters, it's, which you could just do on the telephone. You could
0: phone it in like every other normal Which they've done
1: every single caucus until now. Yeah, anyway, like, so so I was so like, okay,
0: maybe, I mean, maybe they designed this app for the specific purpose of rigging the numbers via some shady process that no one else would ever get to see. Um, and then because they're so fucking stupid and this app was designed by Hillary staffers, like notable rubes, uh, it immediately broke and backfired and now, like, they are panicking and no one knows what's happening. Or my other theory was that um, the app did break and that's just because it was, like, yeah, badly designed by stupid people. And they know that Bernie won and they what they're going to do, they're doing this on purpose to um, – let Buttigieg claim a victory that didn't happen, deny Bernie his victory speech, and just, like, slowly drag it all out as long as possible and then at the last second be like, oh, yeah, Bernie Sanders actually won, by which point I hope everyone's forgotten. Definitely, at least. And that seems to be what happens.
1: At this point in time, they have the results. They do. It happened, like, three
0: fucking days ago. They have the results. (laughs) It's
1: like, yeah, it's also theoretically possible that maybe, like, My theory was that they tried to rig it with this, you know, app. um, And then someone realized at the last second, oh, wait, hang on, Bernie Sanders Mm -hmm. has an independent count of the results. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Um, And then they, I don't know, panicked or like got cold feet at the last minute and just like shut it, just pulled the lever and just like shut it down. Let's just like rig it by hand and like the old fashioned way. Yeah,
2: we're up to, uh, you know several days later and there's like 3% to go, which is like the final 3%, which is gonna say that Bernie, I very much hope so, wins at the end by a very slim margin, slimmer mm. than I would like, but they're like, oh no, 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 that's just too, too hard to do the last 3% just to get it done. No, we're going home. And it's like, why would you hold that back if you have the final results? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that you fucked around. You want, if you're any other world, by any other rules other than playing like Calvin ball, like we are currently, the, you, you would have the results, out and, by you, now, and also you, would, you should want you to finish this, yeah. so that
0: every, you can stop humiliating yourself, and everyone <laughs> can move on. The fact that you're like refusing to re- release any more results says that it's a result you very much wish that you could not release. And that is that Bernard Sanders won.
1: This is also about when I started seeing, uh, have we seen these videos of the coin flips? Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Because (laughs) that's amazing. We're
0: doing a pivot to like a true and non-style podcast (laughs) on this show, but I'm here for it.
1: So, so, and I've seen a couple of these videos that have come out of, because of the caucus math process, uh, some of these, sometimes these delegates are decided by flipping a coin. And you would think that, when they do that, they would have an election official on hand and a number of independent observers uh, watching the coin flip to assure that it's done fairly. And that maybe an independent party might be flipping the coin in question. But instead it's just somebody from one of the campaign and like you've seen videos of this has just, like, flipped a coin and has just got it in his hand and has looked at it and then visibly fucked around with it Yeah. and gone, Buttigieg, yeah, that's for Buttigieg. There
0: was video of this man doing this, and apparently that's allowed.
1: And, like, it's, like, another one where the guy looks at it and goes, Buttigieg, and then drops it on the ground before anyone else can get a good look at it. And, like, you can't actually prove that that's a crime, but at the bare minimum, that's not a valid electoral process. If there's not an independent party determining the out like if there's not someone there to like check that that's Done it's legitimately. Even literally. if you want,
2: even if you want to keep your weird tie-breaking mechanism, which is dumb as hell, well, we then like it do it too. in a way like that has is... a very specific outcome that everyone can see. Where it's like literally pulling a name out of a hat is more democratic than that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's, it's like if you just decided to let the British or Biden or any campaign just count the votes. Like yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it just oh yeah, I'm sure that they're gonna. Do it's this. like
1: it's a thing where even if you can't technically prove that that was rigged, it's so clearly could so easily be rigged like guys yeah. it's the reason that we have really specific rules about how elections work is because it's really tempting to try and rig elections for mm-hmm. everybody
0: sure like. we've all thought that we've all felt the temptation well, well, never but we don't. never
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm pure i swear
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so so that took us up to Okay, okay, yeah. So that took us up to the, then when – I can't even remember where, when this was. So I lost all track of time. But they were like, we're going to release the first batch of results. They released 62% of results at once. Um, and that showed basically what has been the case up until like an hour ago or um, what kind of looks to be the case hopefully soon. Um, it showed Bernie winning the popular vote on first count. Now, first count – again, I've learned so much more about this than I ever wish to know um, – First count is basically the first uh, preference, essentially. Like everyone goes in and caucuses for their preferred candidate, and then if some candidates um, don't have at least 15% of people in that particular for them, room, in that room, they're declared to be not viable. And then what happens is those people who caucused for that non-viable candidate, they get to choose the second choice. They don't have to. Some of them just leave, but the rest of them can go to other viable candidates and boost up their numbers. So then you get what's called a final count, a final alignment. Bernie also wins on that one. Um, but Buttigieg picks up a lot of those second alignment votes from Biden who crashed and burned. We can talk about that later. Uh, I think it's very funny. Although I feel a bit sorry for him. Um, okay. So, so those two measures of votes, Bernie is winning. Then you have the fucking state delegates equivalents. Um, Which is some dumb math. It's really stupid. And what, all, what I can basically tell is that they weight rural counties more than urban, like Fewer people, but it gets well, weighted more. There's like, yeah,
2: there's a little bit of, little bit of like, by county. So there's the counties, like, fairly well, uh, evenly distributed across, like, the state of Iowa. Um, but how many each particular one uh, gets in those, like, counties and those caucus sites is, like, it's, like, kind of flat, but has a little bit of, like, variation depending on, like, some kind of population as well. Which means yeah. if you're in a highly populated area or an area that has, like, a little working class people, but
1: not necessarily a bunch of people who, like, come out to vote, then I you don't, don't that get more. I don't understand. This seems illogical. <laughs> well, yeah. that's how the whole American political system works, and it's why, you know, the Democrats in every branch of their government win the popular vote very consistently at this point, but because of that that rule, rural votes count for more than urban votes. That just holds true across the entire American political system.
0: But, it, I mean, it shouldn't be the case. Like, few people <laughs> no. live in rural areas. You should do it the other way around, if anything.
1: Um, And, yeah, the other thing is this weird rounding system, which is like... Because you can't just... So, like, a caucus side gets,
2: like, five delegates. And if you end up with, uh, the way that the math works out, you end up with, like, two candidates that are, like, competing over that last bit. There's, like, rules around, like, how it rounds up and it rounds down sometimes. Which are not very...
1: Yeah, so it's... it's, There's been quite a few examples of, say, Bernie will get 100 votes and then Pete will get 70 votes and they'll both end up with two delegates. Um, Mm. That seems to be, yeah, like, quite a a repeated pattern. Mm. Um, one of the other repeated patterns that comes down to the state delegate equivalence
2: is um, a lot of, if you just squeak over that 15% threshold, if you manage, if you don't get it the first time, or if you do manage to just squeak over the line, you get a delegate. So mm. that takes down what would be Bernie's massive lead. Mm. If you can just get that 15%, you've got one and Bernie's got one less. It's yep. not really proportional to like someone dominating a caucus site, uh, unless they're actually getting well over, like, 85% of the entire caucus, uh, then other people are taking out some of those votes.
0: So that's how, basically, all those things add up to um, Bernie having the most votes on both counts, but somehow, like, not, quote-unquote, winning because he didn't get this dumb state delegate equivalent thing. Um, And then you have pledged delegates, which is, like, the number of delegates you can actually take to the convention, and that's how you decide the nominee... um, because that's, yeah, like the person with the most delegates ends up winning the nomination. Uh, And so at the moment, Bernie and Buttigieg are tied on 11 each. But then, Mark, as you said, the winner gets an extra 15.
2: Yeah, there's a winner's bonus. That's a lot. Wait, the
1: the winner gets how many?
2: I think it's 15. I could be wrong, but it's like if you win, it's not directly proportional. It's like split down by like your actual proportion and then there's 15 or so that is just... I thought, is just dedicated.
1: Fifteen sounds like a lot, I have to say, given that... Because they've got 11 and 11. I don't, Yeah, like... There's 41 that come from Iowa in total. Okay. That's... Again, that's insane because they're, clear, they're clearly tied, effectively. Mm. Um, yeah, I
0: can't see anything about mm, that online. Yeah, uh, do You know, do your own research. Citations yeah. needed, Mark. Yeah, genu- and like,
1: look, this whole... Uh, Everything I say has quotes yeah. around it. Like, like, quotation
2: marks, like, allegedly. You know, yeah. the, the system is
1: designed to produce this kind of confusion uh, because, yeah, the American political system is designed from scratch to reduce popular participation and to make you confused and angry so that you won't turn out and vote.
0: Yeah, it is obviously completely insane. And Mm. I, as I said, I know so much more about it and I wish I didn't, Mm. but I do.
1: So, okay, so what happened next? So, okay,
0: so then they just kept releasing... The
1: the campaign released. Uh, uh So, yeah, the, no, the Iowa Democrats released... 60% 60% of the vote, which shows Bernie with the popular vote, but then peered with this idiotic state delegate lead. And then the Bernie Sanders campaign, because they had been maintaining their own count, mm-hmm. released their own numbers, which showed f- they first released 40%, and then they released 60%, which showed Bernie Sanders uh, in the lead.
0: I don't think they released the state delegate equivalents, though, in those numbers. Yeah, and
1: Are so they actually- they... They
2: kind of self... They had some CDL equivalents. They had for the first 40. Uh-huh. Um, but notably, like, those numbers are different to mm-hmm. what the Iowa Party has released. So they yeah. were saying Bernie's sitting at about 30% and, like, online he's closer to 25
1: And I've also just remembered that uh, this is about when Pete declared victory.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So let's talk about that then. So so then everyone got a chance to make a speech at the end of the night, even though
1: there no was no won. results. It, was not, <laughs> it,
0: it had not been decided. And, um... Bernard got up and was like we did really really well and I'm really happy um I didn't actually watch the speech, but that's pretty much I think the yeah, gist. Yeah, yeah. um, and then Pete got up and just decided to <laughs> just declare
1: himself the winner. <laughs> yeah, Pete and I on won. Television. I won the election. Uh, I've <laughs> had a look at the numbers. You can't see them, but I can see them, and I've won.
0: Can I? Can, can I see those results, Pete? Nope. Now no. Now everyone, no, no, no. <laughs> go and
1: publish a story that says I won, please. And I'm going to go on TV saying I won.
0: To be honest, even though I hate him, it was a really smart move. Oh yeah, and I sort of wish Bernie had <laughs> done the same. Oh. Um,
1: but you know that if Bernie had ever
2: done that, he would have been absolutely roasted. But like, I, he would have, yeah. like, they would not have let him go anywhere near declaring victory without numbers to back it up. That's true. But because he is every, like, wonk's, like, choice, he's given a free pass on stuff like this. The media doesn't care what, like, that is because it's all part of the game for them. But if Bernie's doing it, then, like, that's not allowed.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And, um,. That was when, yeah, the entire media started publishing pieces with titles like how Pete won, Um, (laughs) just ignoring the fucking fact that it's essentially a tie um, on pledged delegates, uh, that state delegates equivalents only mean like basically the efficiency of the votes you won, and that okay, so given those two metrics are pretty much useless, what else can we do? Can we look at the number of fucking votes each candidate got? No,
1: no, that seems outrageous. We, we'll just ignore that. I'm like, Pete clearly did well. and like
0: Yeah, he, he outperformed picked up,
1: you know, his expectations. Like he clearly he picked up a lot of the Biden votes. Yeah. Um, clearly, I think, like, legitimately had a strong performance in the election. Mm. Uh, but he didn't win the election. No, no. Uh, he and he has still not has not won the election. At this stage, won the election. So... That's like, yeah, and if he'd come out and said, look, we had a really good night, and I'm really pleased with that, and our numbers are looking really good, and I, you yeah, know, like, that would have been fine, but he just declared, like, he can't, he just declared victory. He just said, look, I've won, and then all the media said, yeah, he's won.
0: And that was Let's it. move on. Dust's hands off. Yeah. Um I think, like, a lot of people pointed this out already on Twitter, but it does bear repeating that if this were a foreign country, it would be, like, the US Mm. would be fucking sending tanks in as we speak. Mm. (laughs) Like, imagine this, like, you know, shadowy app. They decide they're going to use a shadowy app (laughs) for the first time to report the results. There's, like, wide inconsistencies between what... You know, people at the precincts say happen and what the results are. Which, yeah, we we have time to if talk about like, that.
1: But imagine if a like a Latin American socialist had done this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also,
0: at the same time, I think last night, or yeah, again, lost track of time. But at the State of the Union address, they had fucking Guido, <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the um, true
2: the true mm-hmm. leader of Venezuelans, mm-hmm. like yeah. just sitting in an upset,
1: like the balcony seats at the State. I oh, know that's Union.
0: not how you pronounce his name. I don't care. He's yeah. Guido. Um.
1: And yeah, that's when all this like some conspiracy theory stuff, some like legitimate stuff, some stuff that seems true but wasn't started just like flying around on Twitter and we mm-hmm. had to be like, oh my God.
0: The only thing I can do is keep up with these posts. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the only productive thing I can do with my time right now. So mm-hmm. I will be refreshing Twitter for 12 and,
1: hours. And the most productive thing, which is to tweet gifts of Rat yeah, at Pete Buttigieg and was, his representatives, really which okay. I have been doing a lot of and will continue to do.
0: So that brought us to roughly today where I think like myself as a Bernie person, um, I felt like I didn't feel bad. I, I felt actually good. Like it was really great to see that Bernie won the popular vote because I were like, it doesn't actually, you know, it doesn't matter that much in terms of delegates, but it is a temperature check of how each candidate's going. So if he has the most support objectively, that is like really good, and that and he like, you know, knock on wood, but there's no way he can not win New Hampshire. Let's see what the DNC try and pull he there. He's not but, the clear frontrunner. Yeah, he's like,
1: like leading by
2: he's lapping the the next candidate yeah. like Biden who just like ate shit uh, mm-hmm. in Iowa is the closest one to him and he's like on 13 and well, Bernie's like more than double that actually uh, yeah, i don't
0: want uh, sorry um, but so that that's good but the one thing i was feeling really upset about is that they it is a victory that they fucking tried to take away from us and they gave it to Ratman who didn't win and the the only like objective bad thing about that is that he is getting a bounce cuz everyone thinks he won Iowa like there was a poll out that showed him a New Hampshire poll, a post Iowa poll that showed him getting a nine point bump since the last poll. So that only puts him like within like six or seven points of Bernie. Like it's, it doesn't mean he's going to win. He can't, as far as I know, knock on wood. But they are giving him that advantage that should be Bernard's. And that was making me feel really upset. Um, but then, <laughs> plot, 11th hour plot twist about what, two or three hours ago. Um, so
1: they've been dripping out these results yeah. ever since. And they've just been giving us you know sixty seventy seventy five percent and they get up to like ninety like ninety five percent and Peter's still in the lead, and they've got this like what's it this needle like the yeah, New the New York Times, York Times
0: have a needle that shows the probability of what's the predictive
1: happen. late needle,
0: yeah. And they had it at, I think, a 98% chance Buttigieg wins. <laughs> mm.
2: Mm. Yeah, it was like he was going up and up every time it, was, it they slow drip results. And then suddenly he's like, oh, the one! all the results that are left are the ones that Bernie won and slams the other way. In and- yeah.
0: So now we're sort of back to the beginning where they're counting those satellite caucuses of mostly migrant working class communities where Bernie Sanders is absolutely smashing every single other person into the dust. And then the New York Times has to take down their needle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he snap- Bernie like got the needle. He put it over his knee, he snapped it in half, and he walked away laughing.
1: And like we, you know, the Bernie people had been saying for quite some time, "Oh, you haven't counted the satellite caucus yet." Mm. We know that we dominated those. So the vans, the vans, the that's what won it.
0: Yeah, the vans literally mm. won it. So
1: like, I think it's like if he just wins because he went to these like migrant workers. And like organize, yeah, like Which you is know, like, organize these guys in their workplace and organize these guys who've never had a voice before, and that's what wins him Iowa. It will be so beautiful. Like-
2: well, when we were talking about like the efficiency of, and like amazingness of their campaign. To like start with, they were paying organizers who worked in the service industry, and like part of their get out the vote and like uh, campaigning was going to people's workplaces and bars and cafes and chatting to service workers and trying to see if they could like help them get time off and organize and talk about. What amazing amazing, thing that, amazing things that Bernie is trying to do. And then in the places like fa- the factory where they had the, the pork processing plant, they had people there at like midnight and 2 a.m. for shift changes to talk to people who are leaving work or going into work about what Bernie is doing. Like that kind of amazing organizing that I wish we could do, um, just happening at an unprecedented scale. And it was just like the ruthlessness in a good way uh, of Bernie's campaign was like something Inspiring.
0: Yeah, and like I think we mentioned before, that seemed like the other campaigns more or less ignored these satellite caucuses. Like they just didn't think it mattered, or they just like I don't know, didn't account for it in the model. Whereas Bernie's team had a plan all along that this was how they were going to get the most delegates. Because they're not idiots; they know that delegates um, get weighted differently depending on which precinct they come from. So they had to have a plan to get some. You know, to make up that ground, if they knew that Pete was, or you know, someone else is going to win a lot of those heavily weighted rural precincts,
1: and especially suburban ones. Yeah, I think. suburban
0: too. Yeah. Yep. So that's where we're at. That's now.
1: where we're at right now, and they've like, because if they, if that, what they were trying to do is just trickle out results so that at some point. And like I don't know, at some point a couple of weeks from now, they could say, "Oh, it actually, it looks like Bernie kind of won." Quietly
2: at two a.m., it's like, "Oh, by the way, Bernie and won." And if they were trying
1: <laughs> to make it like not even a story, it's now of like a, it's now like a, like neck and neck. It is is now
0: zero point one Bernie's like, behind by three delegates.
1: <laughs> He's now like, and if that comes through tomorrow morning, and like you'll know this by the time you're listening to it, yeah, I guess. But like. That's an incredible story. Like, even the last in an, in normal, possible moment. In a normal
2: world, that would be an amazing story that a candidate snuck over the line, bam, won it at the final, won it in these working class migrant communities. Mm. But you know they're
1: never yeah, going to give Bernie. That up. is true. They're never going to give it. We're never going to see, like, there's never going to be a New York Times headline that says Bernie wins Iowa.
0: No, never. They'll they, say. The best we can hope for is that they can retract their rat wins Iowa pieces. Mm. And that's it. Mm. But the fucking. Moral satisfaction and the satisfaction of watching all these smug, smug little rat men have to retract their their bits about how Pete won will be worth it to me. I realize I'm mostly in politics out of spite, but I'm it fine is with purely
1: that. for bragging rights. It doesn't yeah. actually affect the outcome. I just want to the, be right online. That's all I, I want. Don't, yeah, it doesn't, to my knowledge. See, maybe I'm wrong. Affect the Pete,
2: count? It, not really. But Iowa mm. small in proportion. Yeah, yeah. But there's like 1,900 yeah. delegates, like up for grabs. Um, no, 41
0: state delegates.
2: Yeah, and Iowa's only really got forty-one. Um, oh right, sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but for Bernie, like Iowa winning Iowa's good because you can just start steamrolling. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you can already see like the steamroll was already happening before the caucus happened. Um, they are always going to try and deny like that. That pressure that Bernie could start to put on everyone else, but he's got multiple ways of getting the nomination in the end, and even every analysis that I've seen so far. Like even if he loses, still has him as the most likely candidate mm. to happen. Yeah, I kind
1: of want to talk about like the state of the race now. Let's
0: talk about what's going Spurnie forward. Bernie is yeah. now
1: the big story. The biggest thing that came out of Iowa is Joe Biden came fourth. Bye-bye. Possibly fifth by the end of possibly all this. fifth. He- Joe Biden. What heard. is
0: yeah. A- Amy, uh, Amy? Amy Klobuchar. the club? Um, uh,
2: where is Club at?
0: But <laughs> it's clubbing time. Mm. Um, she is at um. Okay, uh, yeah. So she's at fifth. She's at twelve point two percent, and Biden's at fifteen point eight percent. So she's probably so not going to d- catch. They're going to get. F- yeah, not. No. 9%. Get fourth. Well mm. done, Joe. You got fourth. I Good got job. a
1: grand total of zero uh, delegates. Got no delegates.
0: Surely you got some. Maybe you would have got
1: no, one. Like not so like got state delegates. But oh, like I see. Yeah, yeah, big big delegates. Big delegates. This is why it's all dumb. Yeah, it's very <laughs> stupid. Yeah, he got uh, you got zero delegates. The important
0: thing is that he lost, um, which is really funny but as I was saying to you Matt I feel a little Mm. sorry for him like he's the only one of the candidates that doesn't like viscerally repel me no yeah and so like you know smashing him is not as satisfying as it would be to smash um Pete or even Warren to be honest but Pete is
1: much more smashable yeah no yeah like so yeah let's talk about it's like so yeah I was just gonna say like I thought that Biden would be more resilient than people were expecting because I thought Oh well he's a human being even mm. when he's clearly insane and he's yelling at candidates he's frenching calling voters his granddaughter fat. yeah he's yes putting his <laughs> tongue in his granddaughter's mouth for some reason it's like okay well at least he's insane like that's at least i don't know like he's not a robot it's a human being yeah visibly senile and like you know a crook and all of that stuff but yeah a human being um but, yeah, like, I think at some point, I think these, like, DNC people have just had conversations with him. Like, enough of them have just met him now and had conversations with him and gone, like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. See, I still think Can't they're all going
2: all in on him and they just realise that his whole argument that he's the most electable doesn't work when no one actually wants to vote for, mm. like, a dying old man. Mm.
0: So, so, he crashed and burned, which... And, and So, from Iowa, you would think, okay, now it's between Bernie and Pete. The problem is that not a single person of colour likes Pete, as far as I know.
2: Well, so I've got a little bit of some information here. So as I said before, like Bernie's got multiple ways of winning this, and it's way better if he steamrolls all of this. But Pete Buttigieg needs to win... The next three in a row to basically be even <laughs> viable, uh, but he's not well, going to do that because genuinely
1: cannot
2: do that. No, so New going to like roll New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. You should never be complacent, but no. like he's got such a lead, uh, like it would he, take okay. the entire media class just doing nothing but negative Bernie stories, which they'll probably it's, do. It's
0: happening in five days too. They don't have that yeah. much time.
2: But he's after New Hampshire, where you know Pete just got a bump apparently because he won, but he's going to lose this one, so. Not going to get a bomb in Nevada. He's pulling at six <laughs> percent,
0: <laughs>
2: which Bernie has a uh, has been gaining massively again. Organizing
1: uh, the Latino community because mm. that's yeah. There's in Nevada very influential the unions and, yeah, and the the service workers. Yeah. The people yeah. who
2: Bernie organized and won and dominated in Iowa. He's doing the exact same thing in Nevada, and
1: it's amazing. And his rival there, uh, Joe Biden, has just. Like plummeted, and yeah. then the
0: other really interesting one is South Carolina. Yeah, oh, so sorry, on
2: Buttigieg on. is only polling at four <laughs> percent. like that's that's margin of error kind of numbers.
1: Mm. That's so yeah. That's South Carolina correct. is um, that was going to be Biden's state, and Biden might that's still his, win like, that. It's like firewall, and it's just burnt down. Yeah,
0: there is no yeah. Like I, he said plummeted like ten s- points just the other day. Yeah, as well, yeah, and as soon as the results, the first Iowa results ca- came in, and it became clear that he was collapsing. I was like, there is no way he that someone who just came fourth in Iowa can hold on to a lead in an early state like South Carolina, those voters aren't going to go to Buttigieg because they, you know, uh, yeah, he's, he's doesn't do well with um, black voters. I reckon Bernie might be in with a really strong shot. he's there. got a really good shot. My
1: thing is that, oh, as I understand it, a lot of South Carolina voters are uh, older religious black voters. And I think that who, they're definitely not like radicals. I think if you're, like a older Christian black person in South Carolina, I don't think you like Bernie particularly
2: because I... I don't know if it, there's anything against him. I think what some of the analysis has been saying is that the reason they like Biden is because they know him. He's got a mm. lot of name recognition and his association with Obama and what they associate with like years and years. And he's supposed to be like the, the, the safe choice. He believes probably very similar to a lot of these people. But I don't think there's anything particularly negative... Towards Bernie, um, and in fact, I think a lot of his appeals, uh, are like to that kind of community, are uh, like are really powerful. I like it's yeah. about supporting people and helping people. Which, if you're a religious voter, it should be. Mm. Yeah, I, ju- I don't. Know. I, don't know, I don't. Of course, all of these I internal don't I don't, you know, I don't like know
1: anything about, you know, South Carolina. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. I but mean, then,
1: you know this is wild speculation. It but is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they like Bernie definitely Bernie's that. in with a shot there. Mm. And yeah. he will definitely do well.
0: I mean, there was one poll that put him only five points behind yeah. Biden in South Carolina, and that was before Iowa. So, like, he could pick that up or do a strong, strong second. There's, yeah, there's absolutely no way that um, Pete is getting anywhere near that state. Um,
1: That's kind of the salient point is Pete cannot even place yeah. in either of those states. And then we've got Super Tuesday. Which is two, it's like 12 states or something that's too 14. complex. 14. 14. Including Texas and
2: California, which yeah. have stonkingly large numbers of delegates. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but And Bernie's going to win California. Head here first. Also ahead in Texas. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, Bernie is so
1: according Texas. to Nate Silver's election forecast, which, and he hates Bernie, so he wouldn't like, but he has, Bernie Sanders is the favorite to win in all of those states except Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, they announced... So that's the next... Bernie Sanders is the clean favourite to win in something like the next, I don't know, whatever that is, 17 states.
0: And so then if you look at the 538 model for who will be the nominee, um, yeah, he's the favourite. And... But... And then I think after that, it's no one. Um, yeah. No one is the second favourite, which means... Which
1: is actually, like, a, that might happen. I mean, which I is think that's probably that, that's literally Bloomberg's aim. I'll yeah. just mm. explain
0: what no one means. It just means that no one gets a clear majority, 50% plus one of delegates at the convention. So they have what's called a brokered convention where um, basically they're going to try and fuck Bernie. Yeah,
1: where they cheat. Which is, and Bloomberg, yeah. which is
0: and that, Bloomberg's strategy. I think that's strategy. strategy is. Yeah. So that's the chance. It's, and then also, th- uh, sorry, it's also
1: Elizabeth Warren's strategy.
0: Right, And then after that, um, after no one, comes Biden. So Biden is still um, seen as a sort of second place person, despite doing really badly in Iowa, which is a really good sign for Bernie's campaign because it means basically they are going up against two people, Buttigieg and Biden, neither of which are viable. And all they have to do is just keep steamrolling.
1: Yeah, that's... So the other thing that we've kind of just taken from all this is that... um, but yeah, basically part of the re the reason why Bernie's tying with Butterchurch instead of just winning the whole thing is that Elizabeth Warren is taking yeah. uh I don't know, whatever her twenty percent of the vote. Like twenty three percent.
0: Like she should not have the ma- run.
1: The majority of which would go to Bernie. Yeah. Not all of it. There would be some of it would, you know, go wherever else.
0: And honestly, it's an amazing testament to his organising and ground campaign, that despite the fact he was running against another progressive who was taking mm. a lot of his votes and got over that 15% viability threshold, mm. he still managed to come out on top mm. on the final vote alignment. Like, he was so strong that not even this direct competition for, like, his votes could stop him. But, yeah, if she, she wasn't only running... only has
2: organisation, really, in uh, Iowa and New Hampshire, has minor organisation elsewhere around the country, but, again, has significantly less, which is, like... Polling similarly low, lower mm. in a lot of these, like, states and Super Tuesday and such. But
1: I think that, so what Warren thinks, Warren's plan, I think, is to wind up, if there's a brokered convention, which would essentially be a huge opportunity to put, for the DNC to put their thumb on the scale. Mm-hmm. There's, so there's basically another 500 votes that come
2: into play yeah. who are, like, the party elites, Who are not,
1: not democratically elected. Yeah, there's
2: the party elite, they get a
1: vote, uh, and they all hate Sanders. Yeah. So that'll be, but it's kind of it's going to be very clear. Like if Bernie, there's a possibility that like what could happen is that Bernie could walk into the convention with a majority, with more delegates than anyone else. A plurality of delegates, but not more than fifty percent. And that then, if somebody else, if like he walked in like that, and then like Buttigieg or Biden walked out with the nomination, then. Well, I mean, they'd lose the election anyway, but that's going to be a point where I think that's huge a amounts point. of Bernie people will say, no, we're, we're not going to vote for that person. Yeah. So there would be, and that's where I, th- I think Warren thinks that she's going to step in at that point and say, ah, I'm the compromise candidate. Unity
0: candidate. Yeah. yeah no no one's going to no. say there won't
1: Almost vote. Almost no one voted for
2: me, but you can.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I legit, I don't, so like. What she would do if she, you know, cared about any of this, really, is that she would drop out and endorse Bernie. Mm-hmm. It would be insane not to do that. She cannot win on her own. No, like there's no path to victory for Warren from here. But if she drops out and endorses Bernie, he's guaranteed to win.
0: Yeah, and so I mean, fuck, it's simple. But yeah. you know, like all of these people are craven snakes, and we shouldn't expect anything
1: from them. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Uh, the best we can hope for is that some of Warren's voters start to sort of Which see the light a little I think bit. We'll
1: probably start to happen okay like I think as like, bernie starts to pick up momentum as
2: this, it coalesces around as the like the wide field like, all the options start to narrow down and because um, because comparing uh, like iowa to 2016 uh bernie got a lot of votes for, from a lot of people who are voting against hillary clinton mm-hmm. um which is like happens always when there's an establishment figure. Because like there was running.
0: only two. Can- well, there was Martin O'Malley. He didn't really count. But it was basically Hillary versus Bernie. Yeah, so they got it was half the, each. He got a ton of
2: votes that were like not Hillary. Which is like what yeah. happens when you're the not establishment candidate. Um. And I think a similar thing can happen again. But this time people know who he is. That he has like a well established team. Last time he didn't have an organization. Um. It can start to coalesce around him again. And particularly when it comes down because Warren's going to keep like sneaking herself uh, and like compromising everything about what people actually care about that they want her to run on, it's gonna, she's gonna collapse Uh, because she's not gonna do well in New Hampshire. Um, She might do all right in Nevada. She's not gonna do well in South Carolina because again, she has almost zero support from the African-American community as well.
0: I think, yeah, I I hope you're right. like part of me just thinks that her voter base, that like PMC, like just you know, they talk talk the talk but doesn't want to walk the walk, actually just wants to hold on to their money. Mm-hmm. Like they will do almost anything to not have to vote for Bernie yeah. Sanders. So I think I almost feel as long as she stays in the race, she's just gonna be
1: I think there's a I think there's a lot of people who genuinely like them both but yeah, haven't no, and right, haven't figured out unfair. hasn't quite clicked that actually you can only vote for one of them yeah (laughs) or they like and i think those people will as it becomes clear that bernie's in the lead will split off there's definitely there are people who for some insane reason just see themselves in her and just think that she's this inspirational figure
2: this like comfortable middle class person like we see Mm. it all the time here in our politics around like like certain labor figures for example where it's people it's like oh i'm i really like progressive ideas and radical stuff but actually i'm going to keep voting for this party that doesn't want to do any of them mm. because it's actually in my interest to do that and there was like being a you know it was mentioned on the latest chapo um organizers in iowa seeing quite similar to what we see here is the easiest people to talk to are like are trump supporters because mm. you can just have an honest conversation with them about what's going on where people who are going to warren or buddha are the kind of people who are like they're upper middle class they're mm-hmm. comfortable or you know maybe they're not even upper middle class maybe they're just living quite comfortably and for them it's it's not a serious issue
1: and for them it's it's yeah it's just they're way more on like they seem always seem very online to me like it's actually about like the the epic clapbacks I imagine a lot of them,
2: like very similar to like you know a lot of our parents yeah basically. it's like comfortable or mm-hmm. you know but just, like, unwilling to, like, accept the radical nature. Except maybe you, Joe, and your dad. Yeah, my,
0: my <laughs> dad is actually a Stalinist, so. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, yes,
1: and it's just, like, so, yeah. So, in terms of what's going to happen, um and, yeah, like, and, like, Biden supporters are just kind of confused and, like.
0: What, so, I think if I were Bernie's yeah. campaign, I'd be making a real strong pitch to those voters. Yeah, definitely. Because they don't give a fuck about Joe Biden. They're just voting him because he's there and they recognise his name and like half of them obviously so like forgot or died on the way to the caucus site or <laughs> like they're not they're, they're not ride or die biden there's no such thing so if you can go in and make just a really strong argument i don't know who and i'm like lecturing already. here they, they already, already that, know that but,
1: i mean that the biden's only real argument yeah. has always been that he does best in the polls against trump yeah and he you just came forth in fucking Iowa. So. He just came forth in Iowa. Bernie Sanders is now the only candidate who can beat Donald. I'm Trump. sorry,
0: it's it's the law. You must, if you care about electability, you have to support Bernie. So I think yeah, there's a big chunk of votes up for grabs there, and I don't think those people will necessarily switch on their own, but I think they will. Um, a lot of them will switch from uh, hearing from a Bernie person face to face. So that's why I am. I feel confident because I know Bernie has such a great ga- grand game that just runs rings around the other campaigns. The most committed volunteer base and their their level of organisation is completely mind blowing. There, I saw today they're knocking on sixty nine doors per minute in <laughs> New Hampshire. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I like to think they got to sixty nine. They were like, "All right, stay there. No one, mo- no one doing another just door hold per minute." Steady. Yeah. <laughs>
2: we're either
1: going to go straight to like four hundred and twenty or yeah. just stay mm. at sixty nine. It seems like it's just a matter at the moment of. Um, like assuming the yeah like the Biden collapse is real which it's got to be come on um Mm. then it's a matter of whether Bernie can get across that 50 percent margin yeah and it has to be said that getting to 50 percent of the vote in a genuinely like a five or six candidate race that's a like you know we shouldn't like that's a big ask. that's not like a a trivial thing that's like you've got to yeah, like, you've got to beat five other people. <laughs> like,
0: he needs, yeah, needs Warren to drop out. I don't think she's going to do that anytime mm-hmm. soon. Depends on it's how she like goes very, in the next stage. You
1: know, it, it is doable. I don't, to actually, like, understand that, you'd have to understand, you know, all the math.
0: I've, and, yeah, like, I have been saying since this all started on Tuesday morning, our time, that I just feel very um, confident in Bernie's team. Like, I think that... A, they, as you said, Mark, like they knew this was going to happen. They were not surprised and they have been prepared and they will be prepared. Um, and yeah, that they are talented, smart, switched on, and they are prepared for complete rat fucking at every stage of the process. And they still think they've got a good show of doing it, otherwise they wouldn't be bothering. Um, and that's why I... I think like that's where my confidence in Corbyn fell down a little yeah, definitely. is that I felt like he um, was too naive, really like I fundamentally trusted processes and trusted. I mean, I don't think uh, it got to this level of election rigging and stealing, but he certainly trusted like, you know, the press for instance, to be, give a fair and balanced view. Um, he trusted his party room colleagues not to stab him in the back with an ice pick. Um, and none of that, you know, like no one should have done that. So yeah, I think Bernie, being cynical, having observed these vultures up close for thirty years, um, nothing's going to surprise him, and I think he's prepared for it. That's the best we can hope for.
1: Yeah, like everything I've, every single thing I've seen about that campaign is just like pitch perfect. Yeah, young warriors, go mm-hmm. get them.
2: Like, amazing organisation, yes. extremely mm-hmm. jealous. When mm-hmm. I said like, yeah, when I saw like, they were like hiring vans for organisers to get people to satellite caucuses I, I just completely lost it. Marcus that, Van Brain, I, <laughs> <they're gone. laughs> I, yeah, I, as I said, I left this plane of reality. I just like, it was like Sunday night and I saw that and I think I just got hammered. I just couldn't stand thinking about it anymore. Just too many emotions.
0: So friend of the show, Liam, um, asked earlier so did, did the vans... Were they the ones who picked up the pork plant workers and took them to the caucus? And if so, could this be a rare case of Van Goodham? Oh, Oh, no. Yeah. Um, That's the the title. That's the title. I was going to say (laughs) the exact thing. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, Yeah, Um, so I guess that's pretty much where we're right now. And, yeah, all of this could be – well – will be changed by the time you hear it because the results will come out. Who knows? <laughs> Eventually,
2: like, maybe in a month or so, we'll find out. It's mm.
0: about 2 a.m. in Iowa right now. So I guess we have to stay up tonight to try to mm. see when they're going to release the last 3% of results for an election that happened three days ago <laughs> that will determine the outcome that they simply decided not to release. Mm. Uh, you know, At this
1: point, it is clearly very close between Sanders and Buttigieg. Um who actually wins does matter because it lets that person say, I am the winner. Yeah. But
0: um, have already done that too. Yeah, And I feel like they're never going to let Sanders do that no matter
1: what. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and in terms of, like, how it affects the, you know, the media narrative about it, that'll always not be that good for Sanders. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, it does, you know, I like, it does matter to a reasonable degree. It matters I care about it because I, I want to own these – because, like, what happened, right, is – to me, it's like oh, like you come at the king, uh, you best not miss. Mm. It's like oh, you tried every dirty trick in the book. You've done like every single thing, You've been like rigged coin tosses and like rounding errors and like shadow incorporated and like <laughs> s- like spiking this poll and all of this stuff. And then oh, you still won, yeah, because he because he went out and like organized like
2: he did the work
1: yeah and because
0: he wasn't prepared to trust you to like do the process correctly and was looking over your shoulder every step of the way like we all should be
2: i think it's one of those things where it's just like it is not being complacent at all in you know even in the organizing that we do is because they went out there they did the fucking work they did they had boots on the ground doing all this organizing doing amazing stuff in order to get this out because they knew everything in the world was going against them Is that kind of organisation that? even here in Australia, we need to look at because everything we want to try and do, like the establish- establishment just does not want. Yeah, uh, And I think it's one of those things where I'm, I've lost my entire train of thought. It's entirely gone. <laughs> well, we
0: we should learn from them. Cause yeah, Because I, gar- I fucking guarantee you if a popular socialist were running in elections here, similar things would start happening. Like even now when I scrutinise on voting booths, I almost always have to explain like preference flows and the notional count to the AEC people. Because they're just like randos who get hired for the day; they don't know anything about it, and so like it would be very easy for someone to just tell them something that was completely wrong, and they would do it. Um, You know, I'm getting full Epstein brain, but I'm just pointing out that it's not like that. The U.S. is necessarily such a failed state
1: Mm.
0: uh, compared to everywhere else. It's just that you know the um, extremely powerful forces are putting their finger on the scale, and they would do the same
1: anyway. And like you've got to understand, there's no like they're not. There's no honour in these people. Like, they're not going to... If they can... They'll take any advantage they can get. That's why you can't have these, like, dodgy coin flips or whatever. It's like, no. Like, if these, you know, these psychopaths who run the world see a way to rig an election, they're going to do it.
0: Yeah. Like, they're
1: not going to be like, oh, no, the norms. You know, the... Oh, but, you know, the greatness of America is like... Like, no. Like, any... If they can do it, they will do it.
0: And the good thing that I've seen again like spending way too much time online but it seems like a lot of bernie supporters are no longer prepared to just like hold their nose and vote for whoever gets the nomination if it's not bernie i think partially because they were told to do that last time and a lot of people did it for clinton and uh, look where that ended up so it's not like it's a panacea and i think yeah like he's the front runner now and has been for the past two weeks or so um, in terms of the polls that he's been topping and their energy on his campaign, all these headlines that say like, oh, the Democratic Party's really scared of Sanders. Um, and I think a lot of people who support him are just tired of being bossed around. And they're like, no, we're going to fucking boss you around for a change. It's we who get to set the agenda. Um, and we're not going to be bullied by you. In fact, we're happy to hold this, the Democratic Party hostage. And I think the Democratic Party would 100% rather Trump won than Sanders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that's, so that's just like,
1: And the thing that I'm thinking about a lot is like, what the general's going to – the general election where I think a lot of the Democratic Party will be campaigning for Trump. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Or like they – probably not openly because they couldn't quite get away with that but they they will do exactly what they Sanders. did to Corbyn yeah. um, which is do everything in their power to uh, get Trump to win and then blame the socialist and mm-hmm. say, see, socialism doesn't work.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to like a lot of the media pundits who've spent the past – Three years, um, you know, crying about Trump. Suddenly, there'll be a rash of articles about actually he's not that bad. Oh my
2: god, they're all like, oh no, no, this is entirely normal. It's fine. Everything's working properly. You just like spent the last four years like losing your mind over Russia.
0: It'll be like like, it'll be like you know I don't like Donald Trump, but he's the best of two bad choices. Basically, that line. Like, I think I think I
2: think there might be quite a few of them that just don't vote. I think it's more likely than like voting for Trump or like supporting Trump. They'll just like weasel their way out of like oh i can't endorse any of these options Mm -hmm. i think it's going to be the outcome Mm -hmm. or they're going to just like what they claim is like fair balance would just be this unending scrutiny on bernie and his policies Mm -hmm. in order to like rat fuck him out of winning and like oh look you just didn't have very great policies and like but refused to vote. For I think Trump's
1: going to run a really good campaign as well. Mm.
2: Where you just like, see the, that like election, the state state of elections. So mm. The State of the union stuff was like, that was like, that's baller. That his, was.
0: his approval ratings are like higher now than they mm. have been since he took office. So well done on the impeachment. Yeah, uh.
1: <laughs> that's, some rea- yeah that's some real shit. But yeah, like what all of the, the Republicans instantly said after the Iowa caucus is, oh, these are the people who want to run your health care. Like, and they can't even handle, like, this election. Such and they, a good line. Yeah. Mm. And obviously, like, yeah, like, the Democrats have come out and they've, like, fucked this caucus. They've fucked the entire impeachment. Like, just absolutely, completely fucked it and just made a massive hash of it and come out looking like total morons. I finally realized what I was going to say before.
2: That's, like, not being complacent. is that kind of mm. shit. Because the impeachment stuff was happening at the same time, which is all just... I think, I honestly think, was like uh, Pelosi was like waiting it out in order to try and fuck Bernie mm. uh, and Warren uh, and making them like sit out in. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Making them sit, making them sit in the Senate. Um, Instead of going to and Iowa. And I think that's where that complacency thing where they were, the Bernie campaign was doing a ton of organizing to get out new people and people who aren't involved in the process. Um, it bears out that that ended up being a smaller proportion than it was in 2016. Uh, but it, Chatting to Joe before the show, uh, it was. I think if they had not been doing that, it would have been a tiny, tiny caucus. Mm. Um, so. Them not being complacent because they know the media sucks. People are even more disengaged than before. It's not going to be easy to be Trump if these people are allowed to run the narrative because mm. no one gives a fuck about what they want to talk about. Because the biggest thing coming out of this is going to be like Pelosi tearing up a fucking speech in the most staged moment <laughs> of my entire life.
0: Yeah. I, I admit I have like I literally forgot impeachment was happening until mm. someone reminded well, this me. Well, so, the they day, were chatting about on the so ground
2: stupid. and people just like were turned off entirely by it because all the media talks about in the U.S. Like I at work I listen to uh, All, thing Con- All Things Considered which is like this NPR like uh, daily talk show thing and it was like the majority of the content they're talking about is the Im- the impeachment and like having people on and it's the most boring thing
1: who cares
0: who gives a shit actually like, people just aren't turning
2: out and if Bernie hadn't been organizing those new people then the caucus would have been even way smaller and that you need more people in order to beat trump and bernie's the only people who's actively working to do that everyone else seems quite happy to shrink this process back down to some very involved
0: just wealthy landowners essentially
1: yeah (laughs) yeah that's like i mean that's biggest bernie's biggest liability in the general is that he's gonna have to run as a member of the democratic party
0: yeah (laughs) and they've
1: been and the democratic the democrats have gone all in on They've decided to build their entire strategy about Russian hackers and the whatever the impeachment is supposed to be. Oh my God, I got an ad
2: while I was watching. I saw one of the DCCC's like ads and it's like, make Mitch McConnell work for us, not for the special interests. And it's like, no, he's your enemy. Your ads should be about destroying him.
0: I don't want him to work for you. I want him to work for like me. <laughs> and it's like,
2: like it's like, oh, just like I don't want him there at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, or just,
0: <laughs> I, I don't want you involved. I hate you. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's this bizarre thing, and it, it's all these like, you know, geniuses with enormous uh, brains uh, who are like writing all the stuff. The people who like staged that Pelosi moment and who staged Pete's victory speech—they're the people who want to like try and. Run like run the campaign and mm. they're gonna lose.
1: And then they're gonna be furious if they're not allowed to run it as
0: well. Mm. I um, consider it a, a matter of personal pride and achievement that I did not like I've so curated my Twitter feed um, that I didn't get any like sleigh queen gifts of Nancy Pelosi ripping up paper. It was no. the most embarrassing thing i it,
2: like, it sucks. I think even the media done. was really struggling to like turn it into a moment oh which God. they were truly clearly trying for. And it was like they even the media was like, uh, maybe
1: not. <laughs> and it's a bit like, guys, can you like this guy's out there destroying the world. You're supposed can you try not to make him look really cool? Yeah. Can <laughs> you yeah. try not to just you know, look like a petulant child? Can you not perhaps it's like they're just reading, you know, all of his attack lines and being like, Yeah, let's do this. Like let's just figure out what their, like, caricatures of a Democrat is and then just do exactly that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it um, sucks. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I uh, wish yeah, like, I could understand. I
1: hadn't thought about this thing. It, yeah, like, that's would be what's kind of driving down turnout is this, the media's just absolute fixation on this stuff that doesn't matter and the deep desire to turn this whole thing into just, like, yeah, this insane just, I don't know, game of, yeah, this just—I don't know, like—it's a TV show, restore, like, yeah, like our values same. and like, uh, you know, have you no decency, sir? Yeah,
0: <laughs> basic. Yeah, it's basically like who can post the sassiest GIF in mm-hmm. response on a face? They see this as a Facebook or Twitter comment thread, essentially. Um, yeah, I think for us, like, like, because we're so immersed in the Bernie stuff, we and also we're on the other side of the world, we experience this quite differently. And I sort of hadn't thought before you raised that, Mark, about um, the fact that the Sanders campaign is working so fucking hard to cut through the rest of the bullshit. Like, I think we experience it as, like, we don't get any of the other stuff. We only get Bernie's stuff. We love it. We love to see it. And we love him. I
2: love going to church and seeing Bernie's latest videos. (laughs) He
0: is my king. Um, But, yeah, like, for the general populace, it's, like, a huge uphill battle to get through all of the bullshit And that's
1: because, yeah, like, of you know, what the Democrats are doing. Because, like, my brother's in the States um, and he says, you know, he tries to talk to people in the States about their politics. And, yeah, people are just completely turned off because they're like, none of this matters. This is boring. But they have, like... Well, so like, they have it. This is they're same, all bastards. Yeah, but nothing we do Nothing good is going to come of it ever. I don't care. Mm. Um, and that is... Like, I, I genuinely think it's going to be a difficult general election. For
2: a while, I thought that whoever the nominee was was probably going to have a good chance of winning. Uh, After seeing this and seeing that how, like actually cutting through finally and seeing how disengaged the electorate is, I think it's going to be a struggle. Uh, But even if there is a Democratic nominee that's not Bernie that wins, I am genuinely concerned what happens after their first term if they do win. I think it's unlikely, but I would be genuinely concerned if Buttigieg or Warren or Biden ended up being the president. I would be concerned about what that next election looks like because they're gonna fuck it if they manage to pull it off in amongst all of this um, disengagement. Now the level of disengagement after that will be unrecoverable.
0: I just think there's no possible way anyone except Bernie could beat Trump. Like yeah. genu- <laughs> I'm, I'm just calling it now. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: yeah, like I kind of thought for a while that Biden could do it, but now there's no way. No, no. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's like that's what I, that's when I'm. That's going to be the, yeah, the interesting moment to me is when the general kicks off and then we start thinking, okay, like, Bernie's got to cut through all of this bullshit with his own party, like, with his own party, like, going to war against him. Imagine every single
2: Democratic nominee, not every single one, but a large proportion of the Democratic nominees who are, like, running down ballot, running in their local area, having the most white, milk-toast uh campaigns just running this whole you know have you no decency yeah, yeah and russiagate bullshit and then you're like no just go fucking talk to them about how you're going to make their lives better and then actually try and do that as opposed to everything else
0: you do with they them. don't want to though like they think yeah. they're doing really well they don't and also i just think they don't um see any value or even care about like in their heart of hearts they think that most voters are, like, scum, basically. And they have to, you know, mouth the right platitudes about how they care about Americans and blah, blah. But there's no part of them that actually wants to talk to voters. So that's where
2: you saw it. You keep seeing it now is that Biden is doing – was doing that. Now I think he's not been to- – he's been told never to talk to a voter again. Mm. But he was telling voters
1: to go vote for someone yeah. else. Yeah, which uh, is um – uh, Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be a full-on year. Um, the Bernie's probably going to win the primary, I think, um, – The US public is really disengaged and it's going to be a very intense, um, yeah, general election. Um, And I genuinely do not know uh, who will win it. Um, I think that, yeah, Trump's going to run a really good campaign um, and the Democrats, aside from Bernie, are going to run a really bad campaign. Um, But also Bernie's right and he has, you know, he's, he's... Gonna mobilise people to a degree that we have never seen in American politics, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I'm just gonna get no work done at any point. Yeah, not gonna get a single productive activity done at any point this year. November. November Okay, that's um,
0: a cool nine months away. I think I can manage to um, post post through it. So (laughs) yeah,
2: at some point, like, have to like I don't know, recharge my sanity points. And
0: Mark, you because you work at your workplace, you can't even check. Can you be on your phone you No, really... not
2: anymore. They've claimed that it's not good lab practice. Honestly, though...
0: I'm jealous of you. I wish someone would take my <laughs> phone and computer away from no, me. No, the means <laughs> that I have
2: to like listen to like stupid NPR like episodes in order to get any news or even worse, I have to listen to ABC which has the f- worst takes
0: Yeah, they also reported a big Buttigieg win on the radio yesterday morning
2: Yeah, they were like, uh, what was, they were talking about like oh, this millennial gay candidate mm. how his moment was stolen and it's Amazing. like uh, Sorry,
0: whose moment was stolen?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: and yeah, Buttigieg is a rat uh, he's a human rat, he's not a person um, he's got a rat face and a rat body and he's a rat that's it. That's my final take. That's the end. Oh, actually, before we go, I do
0: wanted to, did want to share this one little tidbit I found online, uh, which I told you guys about before we started recording. Um, and uh, it's about um, one of the... So one of these like satellite precincts or caucuses or whatever that they haven't counted yet that w- we're waiting to be released. Um, and this was in a small small turnout apparently um the only viable people were um bernie and i think just yeah i think bernie he was yeah oh bernie klobuchar and steyer were viable steyer god anyway um so most of the so after that was decided then you know all the other people get the chance to realign and most of the Buttigieg people um, went to Klobuchar. One Buttigieg supporter went to Sanders. So, like, imagine being that Buttigieg supporter who gave Sanders an extra person in this random little county that's now proving to be incredibly crucial. You would be afraid for your life. Like, dude, change your identity. Go into hiding. Do not... Collect $100, do not pass go, put rat poison all around your house. Like, you (laughs) have got to be afraid.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's going to, like, show up in your living room at the middle of the, like, just in the middle of the night. There's a
0: sniper's gun, like, a a red dot on your forehead right now. (laughs) Have you ever seen
1: the the movie Midsummer? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, well, some of that stuff is going to happen. Okay. (laughs) Mm. For a
2: future flood uh, movie review.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, shall we leave it there? Yeah. Cool. See you later. Bye. Bye.